Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable. I am your host, Tom Van Orden. It's gotten so much worse. Uh, joining me today are uh, managing editor Adam Houck. Hello. And drumroll, please. Managing editor R.C. Byler. Yeah, take that demotion. Editor-in-chief R.C. Byler, what's up? Hi. He's got scissors. Um, so Keep I'm, the rabble in line. I'm scared. Um, Fear will power this battle station or something. Saying, and it's also really hot. Uh, in Lancaster County, it so it's quite warm. It's like at least, at least there's a de- uh, at least there's a decent breeze though. I think it's like 98 uh, today. Never mind, the breeze is gone. It was raining earlier. It was. It was, it was weird. Raining. Riveting conversation. I went up. St- well, my raining father yesterday. always said, when men don't know what to talk about, they talk about the weather. Mm-hmm. Weather's real good now. My dad was not, in fact, a race racist caricature of someone from the deep south. Um, what? I don't fucking know. You can be racist towards white people. You especially can, because you're not white. Whatever. Anyway, we're not talking about race today. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, we're not. uh, Robert is a little unhinged, though, because of the the temperature outside. Am I? Do I look a little unhinged? Or is it just because of the scissors? Yeah, you were wielding the scissors. Oh, it's true. It's ice cream sales are up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what that means. So, guys, uh, we're here in the first 15 of the podcast. Uh, what, uh, What do we got going on? We'll start with you, Robert. I remembered how much I, today, like literally right before this started, I remembered how much I loved and hated working on computers professionally. Oh. Uh, one of my, uh, one of my friends, they, uh, they were... GTX 1080 and pl- for only for Minecraft? No, 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 they're not Tom. <laughs> Actually, Tom doesn't have a 1080, does he? That's true, I have a 980. All right. For anyway. playing Minecraft, but... <laughs> yo, yo, step your game up. And Prison Architect, don't forget. Yeah, that's both of which are incredibly intense. No, he was upgrading his RAM and replacing his screen because he dropped his laptop. Ow, okay. And, all right, so before he took it apart, the old screen would turn on, but it had, like, jaggedies through it. Uh Uh-huh. And he replaced the RAM, and then that wasn't working at all. And then we found out through research, his model Uh splits how the two RAMs are used. There's two slots for RAM on different sides of the machine, which was weird to begin with. Right. But one is, they split how they're purposed. Like, you have to put one type of RAM. Like, one is DDR and one is PCL. Never even heard of PCL. Neither had I. You have to use one different one for each. Okay. um, Or otherwise it won't work. And either way, once we figure out the RAM issue, we got to boot to an external monitor, but we cannot get his screen to come back, even with the old one. So we're kind of, before I left, we were kind of just... You know, going back and forth, figuring out what it could be. I'm leaning towards the cable of the of the laptop, but I just miss that kind of uh, taking it apart. And, like, it's and, like an adventure every time. Yeah, yeah. You're well, like, see, what am thing. I going to find? Back in the day when I had to do it on my own, yeah. I never wanted to replace the screen because if I couldn't put it back together again, I didn't have the money to take it somewhere and get it replaced. Right. I'd have to get something lesser usually to replace it because right. I just didn't have the extra income. Uh-huh. Um, but now it's like... Well, actually, still now, if like my Surface did it, I don't think I would want to take that apart. I mean, it's a touchscreen. It's it's a lot more. Yeah, well, just not just being a touchscreen, but just everything is like soldered to the motherboard. Oh yeah, that's a problem too. Yeah, with with, no, all, I'm, with I'm the sure, ultra thins. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure you can just swap everything out. Yeah, the whole motherboard with fair, everything. I mean, well, to be fair, if you have a basic knowledge of how to solder something, I'm sure it wouldn't be impossible. Yeah, no, I mean, then actually, it's a... you just need the. Actually, probably the main thing you would need is just the. The, unless it uses some kind of paper that just sucks up the the resin. Yeah, but unless they have like a proprietary RAM or something like that, that's, you know, or a proprietary 
hard drive for making it that thin. That's true. Well, I mean, that, that can't be... I've seen some on Newegg that are, like, you know, very different from, like, your standard hard drives. So I've never looked into it, but I'm hoping it never comes to that point. Not your father's hard drive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just I do kind of miss that. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad that I don't. Right. Because it was it's frustrating, but also rewarding. <laughs> But mostly frustrating. But mostly frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating until you figure it out, and if you don't figure it out, it's the worst. Yeah. Because it'll haunt you for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. essentially. You're, yeah. You're never going to know. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be asking him on Monday, so what, did you ever figure it out? <laughs> yeah, so what was it? You got to tell me. I need to know. I ended up talking with uh, another friend of mine who was there, uh, found out that he actually um, taught himself how to do that, like, full-on computer repair, take, take a laptop apart and stuff. Wow. And also does it on phones, too. Uh, that, nope, mm-mm. Right? I would rather just throw it away and buy a new one. Really? I, I hate, I mean, I, I hate the idea of, like, the disposable generation, which uh-huh. is what we're called by, you know, older types is what I've been told. Well, there's uh, also the thing that, like, companies types. like Apple and stuff are actively working, like, each next generation. I fix it as a company that tears apart computers and stuff to see how easily fixed they are. Yeah. And every subsequent year for the past couple of years, Apples have become harder and harder to repair yourself. I'm sure that's on like, purpose. It is. Well, I mean, it's the abil- doing it that way allows you to make it thinner yeah. and, you know, and lighter at the expense of making it easily fixable. But right? it also makes, yeah, I would say, but it also makes it more likely that somebody is just going to Replace buy it. a new one yeah. and then you make more money and yay, evil mm-hmm. capitalism. Although I found out apparently you can just take, an, if your battery is the problem, you can just take your iPhone to an Apple store and a hundred bucks will just replace the battery. Wow. Which is a little expensive, but it's just like if you don't if you're not at a point where you can afford to go get the whole phone. Guess so. what? A hundred bucks is cheaper than a new iPhone. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So that's a thing. Wonder if Motorola will do the same thing for me. That's the thing. I wish there was like for other types of phones that there was an easy place you could go to just get the battery swapped out. Yeah. So that's really the only problem I, I usually have with most phones. It's either well one of two things. The infamous upgraded one too many times in the software, uh, or the battery. That's not even what I like about the infamous upgraded one too many times thing is it's not even just an Android problem anymore. Oh no, it was but a it's problem. Like, it's across the world. I had an iPhone 3GS. It was they had the same problem. Yeah. Except for they, they they keep upgrading it. They're like, no, this isn't technically for this, but yeah, we're good. iOS seven, sure, why not? Phone that came out five years ago. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Adam, you. Besides Pokemon Go, which we'll be talking about later, what has been going on in your world? Uh, honestly, that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're fucking boring. Well, just, you know, just, you know, the regular stuff. Playing any interesting video games? Seen any good movies? No, actually, I have not. Boring. <laughs> no, I have, I have literally done nothing but work in Pokemon Go. You have failed this podcast. Oh, actually, uh, well, I started watching uh, season two of Marco Polo. Oh, oh wait. yeah, let's up Marco Polo update. Didn't we talk about this last week? No, yeah, we well, I about talked about it because season one. Well, oh, I talked yeah. about it because season two was premiering last week. Yeah, ah. and I watched the the first couple episodes so far of season two, and I it's just as good as season one. And like everyone in that show is such like a, a fantastic actor. Like, and it's completely historically accurate. Yeah, <laughs> I finally caught up on all of my podcasts and YouTube videos. Have you caught up on any of your TV shows yet? Yeah, I've been calling. Oh, yeah. I ca- that's the thing because I don't watch that many. Oh, wait. Do you mean like things on Netflix too? Yeah. Then no, no, yeah. absolutely not. I still gotta watch uh, whatever season of House of Cards is out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Orange is the New Black. I still want to catch up. Everyone I talk to has been loving this season. I see. I never. Oh, we already talked about this. Yeah, I'm not gonna rehash the past, but I don't like Orange is the New Black. You haven't seen it, really. Well, you've seen a couple of the first few episodes, right? Yeah, yeah I've seen a little bit too. It's I just can't really get into it. 
If you haven't seen it though, and this is to you guys and anyone listening, uh, Master Masters of Masters of None with Aziz Ansari, his his yeah. Netflix series. You didn't like it? I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because I know I recognize it as a good show, but I just didn't. I couldn't get into it. Right. Well, it's it's because it's something different from Aziz Ansari's style of normal comedy. It was a, it was a more not really. Well, it was a more dry humor like kind of show. I guess. With, I mean, with it was a more, more tradi- drama. It was a, it was a more traditional comedy show than than. Yeah, there was a little more drama than there than I would expect from something from Aziz. Because like looking at him in Parks and Rec, like basically everything of his is almost just straight comedy. Ha, like in ha, Parks ha. and Rec, classic comedy. But I actually, very, I I enjoyed um, Masters of None. Like I thought it was, re- I thought it was very good. To me, it's easy, it was easily my favorite Netflix series. Well, one of one of my favorite parts about that is when uh, he goes in for um, the uh, the acting interview and they uh-huh. have him do the uh, the Indian cabbie. Yeah, they're one, like, and, they, they, the and they're being like, they're being like so coy about it. Like they don't, they just like sheepishly ask him ask him to do uh an do a, can Indian you do accent. an accent yeah can you do an accent he's like he's like i forget didn't he say something like what a british accent like, like yeah like what a british accent like no no like <laughs> there's like being so coy about it like yeah. the whole time it's because well, yeah it's when, when he first goes in for the audition he just plays it straight he's like yeah. hey how's it going you know cabby stuff yeah hey uh so how about the weather yeah. back to bringing that back around um <laughs> what i'm sorry i'm sorry Gosh, I'm so sorry. All right. I'm sure. How about your week, Thomas? I didn't yeah, have, how have I you didn't have a week. I've uh, I spent the past week off this plane of existence. Um, I was <laughs> elsewhere in the world. Oh, that sounds very, very relaxing, frankly. <laughs> Were you in Innistrad? <laughs> yeah, because Innistrad sounds relaxing right now. Yeah, anyway, really. Magic the Gathering plane ah. where uh, currently uh, an eldritch tentacle monster is attacking i always forget that there's an actual story going on with magic yeah. the gathering speaking yeah. of actual stories involving never mind i don't want to know anything about tentacle stories no it's the... not where i was going hey so what matt's over there rubbing his eyes um <laughs> where no the actual other place i've been is um i went to i've been playing Elder online oh yeah like a fair bit um i bought it when it was on steam sale and I have to say, it is much better than my initial impressions during the beta. I made myself a goal recently mm-hmm. regarding video games. To play more games. Play more games, <laughs> but also the thing you tried to do before. Beat my Steam library. Beat my, yeah, beat my library. At least I want to beat at least a few more games before I buy another one. See, I... Yeah. Of the games that are beatable. <laughs> See, Tom, you and I can't do that because we have uh, both have Elite Dangerous on there. That is an infinite game. That's why I no said games that, that game. can be beaten. Yeah. I can't do it because I have almost 400 games on Steam. Um, he bought too many games. I don't, whatever. Now he's got to play them all. I don't have to, but I will. Um, it's all about the Steam train. So anyway, so yeah, I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online. Um, I also, because of the release of Pokemon Go, started working back on my actual Pokemon journey of catching them all. If to be the very best, like any no if any listeners recall that I am still on my journey to catch every single. Pokemon. Yeah, didn't you literally just before we start beat uh which version of Pokemon? Is that? Uh, that is Sapphire. Um, beat Sapphire. Alpha Sapphire. Alpha Sapphire. I just beat the Elite Four. Woo! Yeah. So, is that the end game of that one? Uh, that's actually no. That no. The end game of that one. The end game of that one is uh, a new story they they made just specifically for these remakes, mm-hmm. where you can catch uh, Rayquaza and Deoxys. Which is hilarious because I already have a Rayquaza because they gave them away for free. A shiny Rayquaza. Yeah, sure did. With a Megastone. Yeah. And that was last year sometime. I don't remember when. I am so out of the loop. I'm so out of the loop with Pokemon. This is the Pokemon 20th anniversary. No, no, no. It wasn't. They didn't give away Rayquaza yet. 
Oh, wait, did they? They sure did. Oh, well, I know they gave one you away last year, too. you see my shiny Rayquaza in here? They gave um, one away last year, too. Yeah, so uh, I am on my, my way. I have 253 out of 721. Oh, that's a... Which is... That's a percentage. Four, 450-ish to go. 468, I think we said. Yeah. So, good job. Uh, yeah, there's uh, 721. One. Yeah. Wow. Nintendo giving away <laughs> all of the event Pokemon and legendaries uh, helped out a lot. Yeah. yeah, especially since the fact, like, I think the hardest one to get out of all of them is Mew. Is Mew, and yeah. And they gave that away in the first month of the year. Yep. Which is unfortunate, because I was really looking forward to your... My harebrained scheme to get one legitimately? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that well, is what true. Were you, what were you going to have to do? I was going to have to acquire a Wii, mm-hmm. acquire a copy of the game called My Pokemon Ranch. Mm-hmm. And my Pokemon Ranch is kind of like the Pokemon Bank um, of the modern era, where it stores your Pokemon. What's Pokemon Bank? It's a storage system for Pokemon. It basically lets you transfer between 3DS. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was like like a separate game. It is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's only five dollars a year. Yeah, it costs five dollars. Right, this sounds like a service. It, it is. is a service. Yeah, it's, you, sto- it just it's a, storage. It's, it's like a bank. It's, it's a like, literal yeah. bank. You know what I'm saying like I was thinking it was like a separate game, like Pokemon Go or not Pokemon Go, like Pokemon Snap was. Oh no! no, no like no, like no. a game. Of, sorry, in my head it was a uh, game. No, we, we control of, a banking the, game, but you, yeah, were you run by Pokemon. The commerce of the Pokemon world. No, my Pokemon Ranch, however, is actually I think it has some kind of game aspect to it. I okay. don't know. It was apparently a terrible garbage game. Okay. But if you put nine hundred and ninety nine Pokemon into that game mm-hmm. from wherever uh, black, white, I think oh, okay. or. Pearl. So you're just going to head into the grass to catch as many different ones as you could? Yeah, uh, and then just throw them at that service. Uh, if you have 999 in there, they will give you your thousandth one for free. And your thousandth one would be a Mew. And then you would have to transfer it from... From my Pokemon Ranch back into the DS, and then from the DS to the 3DS games. Huh. But in actuality, the only place you actually hold a living Pokedex is in the Pokemon Bank. Okay. That's not true. You can... Uh, 30... They don't have enough... They don't have enough spaces in the PC. 30 boxes... They do not. They do not have thirty boxes. Yeah, there's thirty boxes. Uh, there is not enough room in the PC to hold all that. I, I have to look. I don't know how many slots there are on a PC, and I can't look because I'm in the middle of a fucking cutscene. Um, it's harebrained schemes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's all wacky. And now that they've been uh, announcing uh, new Pokemon for, I've been trying to do it before the new, games. new Pokemon because that's going to grow the list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. We don't exactly know how much, how many more Pokemon they're adding. But I can, I can tie this back in. This is the equivalent of your Steam library, where you can't beat all the games before new ones come out that you want. Because I will keep buying games. Yes, it never ends. Never this ever is, ends. This is the song that never ends. That's true. Because oh, new games stop it. Out. So, yeah, that's currently my adventure. We played had... a lot of Rogue Legacy, too, last week. Oh, yeah? Just, oh, yeah, I watched you play that. I just beat my head Yeah, no, yeah. Didn't, how many... You go, go through, like, 2,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of, like, well, gen- you're of, now like, in the people. future. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're now in the future, <laughs> and you're still, like, a knight. If you yeah. haven't played, you don't have a it's a... gun. Well, t- Tom, explain the game real Okay, quick. so it's, it's like, like a roguelite game where your ancestors have discovered a castle and are wasting their fortune bashing their heads against this castle trying to... Unlock the secret, yeah, whatever, conquer it. Um, And you go in and you play until you die. And then after you die, your successor takes over. Well, like literally your heir. Yeah, your heir. To your family. Yeah, you get to pick which one of the three choices is your heir. They go into the castle. They beat their head against the castle until they die. 
And you're supposed to, in the manner of a roguelite, you're supposed to continue to eke out incremental advantage until you can finally beat but it. But you don't. Yeah. You don't eke out incremental advantage because the castle resets every time unless you pay for it to stay the same. Yeah, but the um, point is your character... And the, but and the, and the creatures respawn too, so it's like... You're really not, not making headway. But you are in the fact that each successive generation is supposed to be a little bit more powerful than the last. But the other thing but that I've that seen I, it really across the board, though. Oh, yeah, because I'm really bad at it. Yeah. Well, the thing I took most notice of was the fact that your heirs are given, like, ages, like, years, like, how long they were alive. Yeah. So every subsequent generation is, like, thrown 30 years into the future yeah. past the previous one. So you have gotten through so many generations now that you're literally in the future. Yeah, it's like 2142 or despite something. Despite being still a medieval-style fantasy game yep it's awesome it's a lot of fun just to screw smash your head into stuff and yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah i don't know if i can handle that uh i actually megan bought it because she watched total biscuits video about um the steam sale um and she thought it looked interesting and she played it for a little bit and she goes i like that this game doesn't make me mad when i die this is no slight against megan uh-huh but I have taken I have taken that your love of Total Biscuit videos uh-huh. has a drastic influence on what games she buys. Why yeah. do you say that? Does she well does she watch them on her own? No, she watched it with me. Oh so. <laughs> there you go. Well, that was like the only instance of that. Oh really? Oh, you, I thought you Chris when you told me that maybe you told me about that one again. Maybe that's the second time you told me that story. Yeah, yeah, I told you that. That's how she bought that game. She was oh, okay. over here playing it like two weeks ago. Wait, what I guess Prison Architect was from watching you play it. Yeah. And that's the same reason you wanted to play it. It's true. I you guys came over. I said I made it. I was at home. But wait, who told you about it? Not Total Biscuit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody from the Oxcast, maybe? I don't actually know. I watched, uh, who did I watch play that? Markiplier. Yeah, I don't know. I um, I really like that game. And yeah, I said something like, ha ha, guys, come check this out. And then you guys walked over to the desk and then just didn't leave. And we sat there, the three of us, while I played for like two hours. It was a fun time. It was family bonding. I'll miss that day. Those days. What? What? Why? What are you? How are you gonna miss them? You're moving. Oh yeah. I keep forgetting about that. Well, I'm gonna stream every every time I play video games. I'm gonna stream. I told you that. Okay. Every time. And sadly, we are going to watch it. That's why is that sad? Reasons? I didn't say it was sad. Why? You know, you looked at me and you nodded and you said yes, Adam. And it's oh no, you said none of those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of that came out of his mouth. Uh-huh. It was in his eyes, though. Yeah, I saw. I just reached out and touched you. I'm sorry. It's really hot. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. That's not the the heat is not the only reason you should have done that. Get away from me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think now is as good a time as any to uh, throw to an ad break. <laughs> Robert's gonna wipe his eyes and kill us slowly. In our well, sleep. at the very least, expect to come back from the break with no Adam. So listen to this advertisement, and we'll be right back. Crunchyroll is a service dedicated to giving you the latest anime from Japan. We talked to Nicole from Vancouver, who's been subscribed for over two years. Here's what they had to say. The quality of everything is always superb. It makes it so I don't have to, like, go to the dingy corners of the internet to try and find the things that I want to watch. When it came to getting the latest shows, Nicole was pretty impressed. Honestly, their selection is really good when it comes to newer and more obscure anime. And why is that? Because you have access to nearly all of them from Crunchyroll. And there you have it. Go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates to get your own free two-week trial for Crunchyroll. And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that Crunchyroll ad. Did you, Robert? I always do. And Adam? Yes, absolutely. You were in that one. I was. Of course you enjoy that. 
course I you did. You fucking narcissist. Yeah, that yeah, was the really. word I was going to use, too. Ha, I'm not in any ads, was so it? I can't was be it a narcissist. It was but yet, you still are. But yet... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk about uh, ComicGeek.tv. It is a website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start talking about Steam. Have you ever used Steam before? What is a Steam? <laughs> Well, like, steam I is mean, like hot particulates of water vapor. I've used it to power my boat. You don't have one of those, so that's a lie. Anyway, so Steam recently completed their uh, hardware survey. Well, it's monthly. Well, yeah, they're sorry. They recently completed their monthly hardware survey. Better? Yeah. Thank you. Um, and they found some fascinating information. It's, you make it, you say it so sarcastically. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You of all people, I thought would be like fascinated by the story. Uh, gaming, gamers are adopting Windows 10 at quote an alarming rate. I don't know if that's an actual. That's quote. not a quote. <laughs> and, well, by by adopting, you mean it's uh, updated on their computers overnight against their will. Nah, well, here's the thing. I about, highly doubt that that's the case for gamers. Here's the thing about Windows. Well, I mean, certain a lot of com- a lot of like Windows 7 computers have updated automatically yeah, to Windows 10 because it makes sense at this point. Windows, the, I don't. I know a lot of people that are very anti Windows 10, and mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense to me because it is better than seven. Um, You're preaching to the choir over here. I, I know, know. I'm just saying. But I, yeah, uh, let me see. Let me pull up the stats real quick. So on their hardware survey, Windows 10 64-bit owns 42.94% of all Steam accounts that were active in the past month. That's a lot. Uh, and Windows, and then Windows 10 32-bit is 1.52%. Wow, so nobody's got nobody's got thirty two. Well, yeah. What, do you really think Steam users are the people like the only people that have that that are people that have tablets, people yeah. that have like Windows Windows eight tablets, like really low end ones that were upgraded after the fact? I would say because you and I have Windows ten tablets and ours both have our X sixty four. Right, right. Because ours are like high end tablets. Like I'm talking about the people that have like the two hundred dollar tablets that just want to play Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of Steam games. That sweet GTX ten eighty Prison Architect. Prison Architect feels like it's processor intensive, though. Uh, that's true. You do have like a bunch of little men milling around doing yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Windows Seven. Let me. Oh, actually, let me just do some quick math here. All okay. right. Windows Punch the numbers. <laughs> I was just combining all the Windows Eight things. All of the Windows Eight ones still, I don't think, equal the total of Windows Seven sixty four bit, which is at thirty percent. It's the second place. People really like Windows Seven. I don't. I don't get it. What, what about Windows Three Point One? People still like that, right? Uh, the farthest back this goes is Windows XP, thirty-two bit, one point seven four percent. That seems From, un- unhealthy. Like, Windows Vista, sixty-four bit, point one zero percent. I feel bad. I, I feel bad for that point zero one percent that has to deal with that. Yeah, well, Vista. That's the thing. If, I mean, a sixty-four bit, I would understand completely because Vista on a good machine, thirty-two bit has more though, at point two. Anyway. Um, but no, Vista on a good machine, because I had like a really like fairly high end for the time laptop, it ran flawlessly for me. Really? All my games worked, everything, all my programs worked. So like my experience with Windows Vista, and this is kind of getting off topic, was that um people were still building XP level machines when the Vista requirements had significantly jumped up closer to what our requirements are nowadays. Yeah. That is that is probably what good, see what I find really uh, interesting is between And like a lot of driver update problems too, but like those are between yeah. Windows seven and Windows ten, like I mean, it's not necessarily true, but, like, for the most part, I feel like the requirements, like, went down. Um, like, it requires less space, less RAM. They've made it more efficient. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, like, so I don't understand. I don't know. I don't get it. I have a lot of people that I deal with on a daily basis that are very anti-Windows 10. Yeah, me too. I, have, weird. I know people that it's are... It's just weird. What blows my mind is I know people that are on Windows 8 that are anti-Windows 10. 
Now, see, that's the thing. Like, when I went to from Windows 7 to Windows 8, I was like, oh, I, I understood like what they were trying to do and like my it worked with the way that my brain works with computers and i can understand why it didn't work for other people but then when they went to windows 10 i was like this is what they should have done to begin with this is perfect so like it's to me it addresses all of the issues that people had with with windows 7 going to 8 and then 8 going to 10 now i know now whenever people ask me at like at work because they all know that i'm into computer stuff now, whenever somebody asks me at work about, like, well, what do I do about this Windows 10 update? I said, at this point, you're going to have less problems if you just do it. Security-wise, it always just makes well, it's sense. Well, I mean, not even from a security, but, like, people, I, people in my experience, like the types of people that I work with, they have more problems trying to stop the updates from happening than just letting an update. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want this. And I'm like, at this point, you are spending too much of your time trying to stop something that ultimately is going to end up being better. Yeah. And, yeah, that, and that's why I'm and kind of what I'm saying is I want to get back to the Steam stuff. But when you go from seven to eight, there is a UI, a big UI change. So I can understand not wanting to do that because that'll rework your re- change your workflow mm-hmm. on how you have to do stuff. Like you have to rethink about it. But there's such a similarity in the structure between seven and ten. Just do it. Sense, yeah. you, you will adapt very quickly, yeah, if not instantaneously. Yeah. You know, it's it's almost like that. Um, there's that Futurama episode where they where they came out with the robot X one. Mm-hmm. And all the previous robots had to get a software upgrade oh, yeah. to be compatible with the X1. And like the whole thing was like everyone's like, no, I don't want to do this. And like Bender has this whole fever dream of him escaping, downgrading to being wood. Oh yeah. And uh and then it like comes back and then he's just like getting zapped and he comes out and he's like, I love the X1. I um triple play. Oh, something different. Sorry. <laughs> Nice. On the uh, on the OS thing though, Windows is ninety five point five percent and Mac is three point six and, and Linux point eight zero. There's just never really like a big support for Mac gaming. I mean, that's until the thing. Recently. So many games now. Yeah, not until, are... yeah, that's right. Not until recently. Yeah. Do you think maybe it's not the correlation is not necessarily a lack of games, but a lack of the people that buy Macs are the people that want to game? Uh, yeah, I think I can get behind that because a lot of the people that buy Macs. I mean, any people that want to do like graphic design or video processing, or just want like a like simpler design of a computer, which while Windows Ten has which gotten you simpler, pay more for. Yeah. I mean, I I paid more for my Surface, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> the thing, the thing that I think about people that maybe the people that uh, for whom gaming appeals to on Mac are the kinds of people that like the idea of a console mm-hmm. because when you buy a Mac, they are adequately powerful enough to probably play most games. Mm-hmm. And that is what people want. Whereas somebody like me looks at it and says, I could spend $1,500 on a MacBook, or I could build an obelisk of PC gaming for $1,500. Yeah. I think that's a semi-unfair comparison, just because there's between a laptop and a desktop. But I get what you're saying. But it's basically the price. It's the same price. I mean, like, he's right, though. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, equi- equivalently uh, priced machines are... Uh, equivalently priced and spec machines, the difference is not that big. It's like maybe two or three hundred dollars. I'm not saying it's nothing, but it's not as big as people make it out to be in terms of the price difference. I mean, it because used, that's the thing it used too. to be. Maybe it, it used, used to be worse. But you know what? The other thing was too out now because people stopped re-understanding that they were just. No, 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 no. no. I mean, they haven't lowered their prices at all. The problem is, is that now finally PC makers are making equivalently uh, machined laptops. Like they're making well-made laptops that last and are made of aluminum and. 
and are actually like you know made better. They're and not they're not plastic uh, Dell or HP computers. <laughs> I like I like how you specifically went there because that's where I was going. Yeah, now yeah. HPs are made out of metal. I mean, they still have their their. Are they I'm still just crap? Like, I have no, a, my yeah, my experience with HP. was always good. That being said, my experience with Dell was good too. I would say that being said, everything I know about Dells are crap though. Uh, well, now that everything I know about modern uh, laptops and computing mm-hmm. leads me to believe that I would probably rather have a Dell than an HP. All I know really? is when I finally buy my next monitor or my next really good monitor, I'm definitely going for a Dell. Every every uh, post I see recommends Dell. The monitors, sure, but the actual computers themselves were Dells. Like, I've never had a good experience with a Dell. I haven't well, used one in a long time. Dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> Hello, anyway. <laughs> Boom! Get shit on! I knew you were going to go there. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm just going to give you kind of a rundown of the general specs of the average uh, Steam user. Uh, 8 gigabytes of RAM, 2.3 gigahertz to 2.69 gigahertz processor, 2 CP, a dual core. The most used graphics card is the GeForce GTX 970. And with the most common video RAM is 1 gig, 1080p monitor, or... Um, 3840 by 1080 uh, for multi-screen. So I guess that's two 1080p monitors. And let's see, an overwhelming amount. I just thought this was weird. 65% have a uh, microphone plugged in. And I just have to wonder how many people that is just has like a laptop. Or, I mean, like in my instance, when I did filled it out, I said I had a microphone plugged in because I have my uh, webcam. Hmm. Because the webcam has a microphone. Uh, yeah. English at 40, English is 45% of Steam users. Huh. Which is interesting. Most have between 250 and 499 and 500 gigs of storage. And also, uh, sorry, that's free hard drive space. It's also the same amount for total hard drive space. I thought that was interesting that they'll actually like calculate how much free space. Yeah. Um, I am in the super minority of <laughs> less than 10 gigs. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I, I have less than 10 gigs free at any given time, but yeah. I also have 95% of my Steam games installed. So. And, oh, about, back to the OS thing. Notable thing, they did not mention Steam OS. Uh, the percentage of Steam OS devices. I'm sure they did. Mm-mm. I mean, they have Linux. They yeah. do not. They have subcategories that break it down to which versions of Linux. Oh, really? They've so got they've there. got two versions of Ubuntu, Linux Mint, Linux 64-bit, uh, and that's it. Maybe it's a low percentage, or it's hard to keep track of. Yeah. I just wondered if it's so low that they don't want to mention it. But then I thought they mentioned the HTC Vive, and they did VR headsets, and VR headsets are nothing. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Literally, VR headsets here. Um, 0.15% of Steam users are using an HTC Vive. I thought that was weird that they bothered even to like pull that statistic, considering that uh, VR is still like in its infancy. No, do you know why they pulled that statistic? It's enthusiast level. No, because um, of VR headsets, the Vive has 66%. Wow. That's why they're pulling it, because it shows oh. that Steam users overwhelmingly love the Vive. I mean, the Vive, if you've actually looked at it, the Vive is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying it's completely unwarranted. I'm just saying, like, Steam is, is no like, fool. They're going to tout where they're doing well. The Vive is definitely some shit out of, like, Metal Gear Solid. And that, there's my point, though, is that Valve is going <laughs> to tout where they're doing well. And they're going to hide what they're not doing and well. And they're going to hide what they're not doing well, if they don't have to release it. Which yeah. they don't have to release I'm just saying, it, it stood out to me. I actually, I messaged uh, Valve, they haven't gotten back. Uh, about any of this. Also, I, one thing that they left out of here that I would really wanted to know is how many computers this was out of. I don't know, because I feel like the problem is that there's just not a wide enough current, there is not a wide enough variety of Steam machines mm-hmm. or devices that run Steam OS. But they've really... been promoting them for like a year. They've put them in stores. Like, they're trying to get them out there. I'm just, like I said, you know, a lot of companies are really playing it close to the vest when it comes to, uh, when it comes to hardware sales. I just, yeah. it just it interested me. Yeah. Not only that, in fact... 
here's something even more to consider. Regardless of the hardware sales, if this is a uh, depiction of current active machines, uh-huh. and if they had like X number of sales versus X number of users, like showing how many people like bought versus how many people are actually using their machines, that could be a disheartening uh, statistic. Mm. If they if they sold like a hundred thousand, but only like five thousand are using them. I don't think it's anywhere close to those numbers. I'm just no, saying. No, it's well, especially if something like that, because the cheapest Steam machine is like six hundred and thirty dollars. Right. I don't know that I wouldn't use ever a piece a machine that I paid you know almost seven hundred dollars for. Because like because like there's no way it's that's also double hard because um, you can't fit Steam Link in any of those categories. Yeah, because Steam Link doesn't run on an operating system. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it does, runs but, on a firmware, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a complicated device, but. Streams games probably were, some version of Linux. Yeah, more than likely. But yeah, so that's, that's there's hard. something that would have been cool to tout though is like you know we've even just saying like so many people, so many Steam users are using a Steam Link. Steam Links are awesome. I really love it. Ten out of ten. Hate the controller. Well, I don't hate the controller. The controller takes a lot of getting used to. Still up in the air about it. But Steam Link itself, a okay. Yeah, the best thing that I've ever bought. I think in my life. Yeah. So on to our next article, which was I already forget. Xbox uh, avatars. Yes, Xbox avatars is getting some much needed diversity. Yeah, you so, can now be the last Airbender. Wh- what? what? <laughs> no, wait. You have to back yeah, that one up. What? I mean, I guess you could make your avatar whatever you want. But... Oh, avatar. There the last you go. Airbender. Get the fuck out of here. Leave. Wh- why me? No, him. Sorry. I tend. <laughs> I you have to understand. I tend to look at you when I say words because Matt is behind you. Oh, okay. And I need to look at Matt Lee in the booth. He's he's quiet. He didn't woo this time. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> He'll, we'll catch it later when we're in the middle of a conversation. All of a sudden, we hear Matt. Woo! <laughs> Just Ric Flair. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Phil Spencer took to Twitter because people were like, "Hey, Phil." Uh, he's the head of Xbox, and he was like, "Hey, people were like, hey, Phil, uh, why don't avatars have the ability to be in wheelchairs? Like, it just seems like it'd be pretty simple to add it on." Um, and someone, someone else responded to that and said, we should start a petition. And he basically stepped in and said, no, we got this. We're doing this already. And, yeah. uh, and they actually showed like a sneak peek of what it's going to look like. The thing that stood out to me when we were, when I was writing this is that these avatars look distinctly different from the current avatars. Yeah. So they're probably doing like a complete revamp. I had heard rumblings of, had you, had you said what was special about these new ones? Oh, sorry. I mean, they specific- had like this, they used like. Their faces the, are more the 3D. Thing to, yeah, the thing to me that really stood out is their noses are... No, I mean, did you say, like, what specifically people were asking about? Wheelchairs. Oh, wanted, yeah, sorry. They oh, wanted yeah. to know if people could have wheelchairs. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. on their avatars. So, could that mean that, um, you said that they look different, could that mean that they're revamping all the Xbox avatars? Exactly. Or they just built these from the ground up? In I, fact, the way that, when I reached out to Microsoft for comment about it, because um, they didn't say when it was going to be available, so I wanted to know, the response from the spokesperson was... We are not revealing availability dates for new avatars at this time. So, like, inadvertently, so, this person's pretty much confirmed we're getting new ones, not just... Because they, they would have said, like, avatar editions or something like that. It's been rumbled Possibly. for... It's been rumbled for about the past year. I've been kind of hearing people talking about the idea that they might be revamping the avatars, which, to this yeah. day, I still feel like is the most pointless thing about the Xbox. I mean, people love avatars. It's fun. People love the, people like, fun. Love the Miis on Wii pointless. It's what about achievements? Also pointless. <laughs> no, that's not true. I, achievements I, without points. Yeah, achievements, achievements without, without points. points. Those are fucking yeah, useless. That is, Sorry, that Steve. is like Steve, literal give worst. me points. It's not hard. Seriously, though, like just something about it. It's, it's completely Skinner Trap psychological. Yeah. Um, or is it Skinner Box? Skinner I, who box. cares? It doesn't Skinner matter. I, yeah, it's yeah. completely Skinner Box psychological that adding numbers to it makes it feel more worthwhile than just having an achievement to yeah. me. Well, not, not to mention, they also have uh, achievements 
It's like Netflix and like shit like that. And on Xbox? Yeah, that they're like zero worth zero points. What what is the point of that? To show that you did it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, you marathoned a show in an entire day, achievement unlocked. Remember, I don't ever lazy. Do you remember early you achievements? You lazy fuck. <laughs> do you remember early achievements? Because the King Kong game, which was like a, a near launch title, literally you got all the achievements just by beating the game. Yeah, yeah. no, and uh, like I I was playing um I think it was like NBA ooh, like 2K5. 2K Jam. It was like it was like 2K4, 2K5. But it was like, or no, it was 2K6, sorry. There were like five achievements in that game mm-hmm. for like 500 gamer score. It, this is back when like they, they like didn't know. I thought they had to do a thousand. Oh, uh, maybe it was, maybe it was a thousand. Yeah. yeah. It was like five achievements for a thousand. That makes sense. And it was like piece. the easiest shit ever. The hardest one mm-hmm. was get a triple double. Yeah. That was like when nobody knew had any idea of how this was supposed to work. But that was also that King Kong game was one of the ones that I marathoned towards the end of my run on Xbox. Yeah. I'm just trying to grow my score. I was like, how can I do this? I have this game. If I just play through it, I'll beat it. Uh, I mean, I also worked at GameStop at the time. So it was easy yeah. for me just to borrow games. Yeah. I don't know. I, not that GameStop people are allowed to do such a thing. <laughs> yeah, Whoops. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like achievements are uh, up there with pointless. I don't. Same, same I never like felt like draw. And what, well, because you get achievements on Steam, don't you? Yeah, but they don't have points, so it's pointless. Yeah, I enjoyed. Uh, it. <laughs> but I did enjoy. Like to me, it was the competitive oh, I aspect. Yeah, like, I enjoyed competing with my friends to see who could get more. Yeah, I mean, that's, but, even... that the, but the problem with that was things like the King Kong game is an exact example of the problem. Is that like right. you're, you could just get points for not really doing much? And then there were some of those games that had like the odd point values, like mm-hmm. ending in like, like two, seven. or there were just achievements that were just one point. Or the ones that took way took way too much time versus like the points they were worth. How about early, um, early on when games would make you individually play through the difficulties? Yeah, like if you played yeah. through on the hardest difficulty, you, you only got, got the achievements for the hardest difficulty. Well, see that, and then you had to turn around and beat them all, beat every single. There was one. the occasional then, game I, that I would think, let you do if you played it on hard, you got the medium and easy ones with it. I think that I think that's Halo started that with Halo Reach. So I think in Halo Three you had to go through each individual one. Mm, Do you yeah. remember Tom? Vaguely, I that might no, be sorry, not not of. Reach. Uh, ODST. I only played about ten minutes of ODST. ODST uh, was awesome. Yeah, it was really good, but I I never finished it. <laughs> There's actually one of the most interesting. Well, there was... Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying there are two achievements in ODST that require you to do two playthroughs of the game. Uh, when you come across the engineers, the mm-hmm. little pink gassy blobs of the Covenant. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, yeah, from a game that came out in like 2007. You know that's you not get, true, right? What? You know it was like 2009, right? Whatever, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not saying I know exact time frames. I'm just saying that Halo 3 came like out in like Like when the September. War of 1812 was actually in 1849. I'm just saying that Halo 3 came out on like September 17th, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Point being, I think my heart just stopped. <laughs> you realize I was joking about yeah, that, right? Like bad joke. Uh, it was not a bad. Shut up. So anyway, point being, you can save all of the engineers, or you can kill all of them, and that requires you to do two separate yeah, playthroughs. Two of runs, the game, yeah. yeah. So anyway, what I was going to say earlier uh, was I never finished it. The Robert Byler story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like can we count like each uh, how many games on your Steam library you never actually finished? Well, well, well. No, we cannot start doing that. Those in glass houses should not throw stones. <laughs> I'm just saying that out of, out of the podcast, I feel like you have said that more than me. Like you have said, I sat down and finished to play this game and I just never finished it. Like I played like five minutes of it and I never finished it. I just never start them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Tom, I think it was last week we watched you play five different games in the span of one hour. <laughs> 
I have such bad game ADD. Like it's it is literally insane. Like you were just you were having a great time with The Witcher, and then just like burp, yeah. So well, the best part is like when I'm sitting at my computer because I'm sitting across from you, but I get the little Steam notifications every time you start and stop. Yeah, ah, yes. Yeah, so I get well, actually I get the notifications when you stop because it's like hey, you can this, you can this play Tom's games now. Yeah, this and then, library's open and then to play. You go, and then you go to me. Oh, I'm gonna play Prison Architect, and I'm like ESO. <laughs> and then and then and then we were using the uh, the Steam Link in the living room. That one, and I, you decided, oh, I'll show you, I'll show you Rogue Legacy. I'm just gonna play Rogue Legacy now. And yeah, say, so, and then that it's funny because within one hour I swapped games five times, and then I sat down and I played that game for like seven hours. And we watched <laughs> you futilely beat your head against a castle. I, I played that game so long it made my head hurt. Did you ever get any farther? Like, nah. did you ever get through the? Did you ever beat the boss in the no, castle? I have not beaten the castle. The boss giant yet. horrifying eyeball. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm working on it though. And supposedly the castle is the easiest part. Yeah. <laughs> so, hooray! So I think that'll bring us to the end of our uh, articles discussion. Um, after we break, which we will hear shortly, um, we will be coming back to go with our 15 minute rundown of Pokemon Go, which Robert will spend his time crying. Yeah, it's okay, buddy. You're fine. Uh, so we will be right back. Hi, this is Tom from Common Geek. DreamHost is a great service to host your website. They have hosted over 1.5 million websites since 1997. We spoke with DreamHost user Emily O'Neill from Lancaster. Her website, thenecrotarium.com, is unique. Basically, it's uh, I sell bones and skulls and all sorts of cleaned animal byproducts. Uh, a lot of people want it for like earrings, necklaces, um, little nichos, and like shadow boxes. While Emily couldn't remember exactly who recommended DreamHost to her, she did remember getting up and running to be very easy. I don't ever recall anything in my setup that was like tedious or problematic or anything. I just it just kind of happened, and I was like, mm, yeah, okay, here's my server, and here's my name, and everything's good, and now I'm going to start uploading pictures of dead animals. DreamHost stays out of your way, so you can focus on doing what you love, even if it stands out. Something Emily can understand. They think that it's really weird and eventually think it's cool. You win them over. Exactly. Win people over to your unusual hobby by going to commongeek.tv slash affiliates and clicking the link for DreamHost to get started. DreamHost, the best web host for selling bones or whatever it is you want to showcase online. And we're back. Welcome back. Hello, Adam. Hello, Tom. You have poured yourself a refreshing beverage. Are you ready to... Get into this whole discussion. Yes, indeed. Mr. Byler. Oh, he's already starting with the sad faces. Oh, look. Are it you... actually looks like the Facebook sad emoji. Are you... It actually looks pretty pretty close okay, to it. Okay, yeah. no. It's the beard. It allows me to uh, emote. You, you need a teardrop. We're going to get you a teardrop tattoo. Well, I don't know what that means, but I don't want to talk about it. What? Um, we'll talk about it later. Right now, I want to talk about Pokemons. Guys, so Pokemon Go launched uh, this past week in, in the, these United States. Okay, okay. First of all, launched should be in quotes because <laughs> was thrown to the wolves. <laughs> so the the officially what had happened? Um, the first release was to Japan, Australia, and New Zealand last uh, Thursday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This, You're yeah. right. You're right. Last Thursday. Good jo- wow. What day is it? No, 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 no. Today is Saturday. Yeah, this sorry. podcast wow. is timeless. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember forever. what day it actually was. It wasn't Thursday. It was Wednesday. It was, who knows? It was someday. sometime this week. Someday this week. Anyway, it was Wednesday. Point being, they released it to Australia and New Zealand, and then somebody took the APK file, which is, if you don't know, that's uh, 
nerd lingo for just basically what an Android app file is called. Android package something. Android Kernel. package. Whoa! And there it is. As Tom turns down his volume. As it turns out, if it kicks you out of your sign-in page, it doesn't remember your settings. Uh, no, that's just your general phone volume. No, my I have every I have my music and my sound effects turned off. Oh, okay. So it should not have done that. Right. So anyway, but now after anyway, it got leaked. So the it got leaked, and uh, the United States got a hold of it uh, before its official launch. And we were, I'm honestly not even sure when the official launch for the United States was supposed to be. I'm gonna I guess tell like you, two weeks. I can tell you as somebody. I can tell you as somebody who downloaded from the App Store. The actual the date that it did launch was on Friday. Yeah. No, actually, it wasn't Friday. Uh, that night. It was either uh, whatever day it leaked. I think it was it was Wednesday or Thursday. That night, it was on the Android and i store and the iTunes store. Oh, see, for me, I didn't I didn't unlock it till it's the App Store. By the way, App Store, whatever. I had, didn't get on the App Store until at least Friday. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw it. I saw it on there uh, that evening, and basically, my thought process about that was, well, it's already leaked, so fuck it, and here's the app. <laughs> Right, I mean, that's the problem. A lot of people are complaining about the servers and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, because they didn't expect it to get leaked to America, possibly mm-hmm. the biggest place aside from Japan. Oh, yeah, Pokemon absolutely, the largest, like... largest demographic. Um, and then, and now, but apparently obviously... people in Canada are trying to get on by using American iTunes accounts, and if they get found out, they get banned. That's Everywhere. pretty aggressive. Apparently, uh, if you had used the APK file, you had a chance of getting banned. I believe it. I mean, that's... <gasps> Guys, at the pause of the podcast, there's a squirtle nearby. No. Stay. <laughs> anyway, fine. Um, it's probably not going anywhere. It's probably down by the fucking river. Like, you're going to be walking for <laughs> it's 10 in a, miles. It's in a van down so by wait, the wait, river. As, <laughs> as someone who's not had a chance to play. So. Oh, yeah, how's that nougat working out for you? <sighs> not so great today, actually, because, like, two of my apps updated, and now Snapchat crashes every five minutes. Well, well quickly. It only crashes when I go to close it, though. Quickly, since you hadn't actually uh, done the beta since we last talked about it uh, last week, how is nougat? I've been doing the beta for like a month now. Has it? Did we yeah. talk about it last week? I don't no. think we've talked about it. I've just been doing we it. We talked about the release of it last Yeah, yeah. The, the reveal of it. We didn't talk about you actually yeah, using it. was like it. a month ago, Adam. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. I'm so not here all the time. It sucks. No, it, no, no sorry. it sucks. It sucks. It, it sucks, sucks because you can't get Pokemon Go. It sucks because I can't get Pokemon, but the one thing that really has changed my life how I use my phone. Screen. Split screen, really, I've used that a couple times. No, the real big thing is the ability to reply to any messaging service from, from the slider. We did talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, we did. Okay. I don't um, remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might but, not no, no, sorry. But since then, all of my apps that used no, that I messaged, big... all of my apps that I messaged through have been updated to utilize it. Nice. Yeah. So it's just like that thing is so convenient. But it's really nice that they all updated to do the thing that they could already do on the previous version. They couldn't. I'm telling you this. Hangouts could do that. None of the other ones could. Facebook Messenger did it. They had quick reply functions right there. Did we already test this out? I swear we didn't. No, but I'm saying if if you send me a Facebook message, I can't re- I can't type a reply, but I can like it or I can right, mute right. you. Yeah, I'm saying you can type a reply now, which is like important to me. Yeah, <laughs> but no, sorry, but what I mean, what I was saying was that they ha- you had the functionality to do things in the app, right. in the notifications tray forever. Yeah, but I'm saying like that specific one. I'm sure new. it was possible. Nobody just did it. But anyway, this is not important. What's important is Pokemon Go and Which how you is, can't play it. Yeah, it's broken right now for Nougat. Yeah. I, can get to, I, I see the uh, Nantic screen, and then it just goes black. See, um, and I looked it up. It's it's uh, like when I search on the reviews, it's specifically because I'm on Nougat. Yeah, you should probably revert back. No, I'm just going to wait. They'll have to update it eventually. Yeah, when fucking Nougat comes out. Which is like a month and a half from now. That's yeah. too far away. Uh, so far, though, because we've been we've been playing Pokemon Go, uh, we've been having a blast. We went walking around this. I went walking around this morning. I was out for about an hour and a half. 
I uh, hit a shitload of Pokestops because Lancaster City is fucking inundated. Yeah, actually, uh, right around uh, right around the squares where most of them are, I've seen the yeah. center city. Yeah. Oh, well, it's funny because I because I've been wondering like how exactly these Pokestops are input. Like if they're user generated or if they're based off of something else that yeah, I forget it was Google Maps. It's my, yeah, it is. It, well, Google it's Maps. off of the, this company made a map app previously. Oh. Um, or something related to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they are using is data from that nice. previous app to update. So oh, that's, that's well, and, and they and they they automatically make Pokestops at monuments and sculptures. Well, and walk me through a little bit though. I've seen people um, throwing Pokeballs. So explain to right. me two things. Capture and combat. There is no combat, and the capture is unless, you throw a Pokeball. You, There's really no combat. No, no, yes, there is. Yes, there is. There is combat when you go to battle a gym. That's it. Oh, okay. There are gyms, and I'm I'm assuming that they're probably going to come out with some form of a uh, uh, PvP combat. I hope at some point. So there's no capture combat though, like nope. there's in the game. No, no, it's just straight. Like, you throw the Pokeball, and you have them. and you have a chance to capture it. Oh, it's it's a very bare bones kind of way to buy Pokemon, and, and but I, it's. I, simplifies it yeah i guess so i mean yeah i'm sure a lot of people would want a battle feature um mm-hmm. to weaken the actual pokemon so yes, like tom so uh, wait i would like that too that'd be nice too if your capture uh, is unsuccessful do you get another shot or mm-hmm. yeah. you run away okay. um, they they do have a chance to run away though oh, okay now the thing that i've noticed at least for the i'm i just hit level five with adam uh, when we we're out today i have yet to have a pokemon run away <laughs> No, you had one run away while we were no, walking. No, I said it, I had it escape from the ball. It didn't run away from combat. I caught it then. Oh, really? I thought yeah. you said it ran away. No, I said it escaped. No. Mm. Uh, well, you'll so, encounter Pokemon that will run away. I've, All right. I have, Wheels are temporary. Currently, I have 100% catch rate. I've caught nice. every Pokemon I've, gone, I've run into. Oh, what I, what I wanted to bring up quick um, yeah. about the Pokestops. Mm-hmm. Now, a Pokestop is a place where you can... Uh, go and collect items and such make as microtransactions. Yes. No, you can make microtransactions you, wherever you want. Yeah. No, you okay. can actually. There, it is a microtransaction-based uh, thing. They have. They do have a store where you can buy Pokeballs, incense, um, incense which are, which attract more Pokemon, uh, lore modules, which you put on a Pokestop to attract wild Pokemon, uh, more rare wild Pokemon to the area. Oh. Um, lucky eggs, which double your XP for a certain amount of time. Um, uh, egg incubators, which when you get an egg, you can put it in the incubator, incubator, and we'll start counting the distance. And, and you have to walk a five k. Uh, well, actually, the uh, the one I have is five k. The other one I have is two k. Okay, so then oh. two things. What does leveling do? Does that help the combat? Leveling it, there there is like a kind of like a there isn't actual levels in this. It's it's registered by CP, which is combat points. Right. Okay, and you can like basically uh, train. By using a special type of candy and this uh, special item called Stardust. And that, which, that raises the CP of your Yeah, Pokemon. that raises the CP. And then you can use certain... And these candies are specific to the Pokemon. So you'll see Rattata candy, Pidgey candy, okay. Eevee candy. The so, nice thing is that candies, though, are go through the generational levels. So, for example, if you have a... Bol- if you have a Ivysaur that you want to evolve into a Venusaur, Ivysaur still uses Bulbasaur candies. Okay. Um, so... All right, I think I've got an idea. So gym combat only works when you go to just designated gym areas. Correct. And how does the combat work? That I don't know because the I've combat never done it. the combat for gyms work. You tap on the enemy Pokemon to attack it. Um, you can so you swipe. don't have to enter like a specific combat phase. You it's just go not turn-based. It's active. Okay. But you do have to be in the area. Same for the Pokestops, too. Right. You have to be, like, within the vicinity, which I believe the vicinity on the circle is, like, uh, it, it's, like, I know you said the park near here meters. is, is one. Is it yeah. the whole park or just part of the park? It's, it's Actually, the park has, like, five or six Pokestops in it. No, yeah, no, not at the gym. Isn't the, the, gym the gym seems to be on the, the gym actually seems to be, uh, 
It's labeled H.M. Musser Park, which is just the entire park in general. Okay. But it's actually... But the actual spot is at the entrance. Well, the actual spot is actually at the uh, art museum. Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah. So there are, there are also three factions in this. I uh, heard about that. It's... Uh... Instinct, which is yellow, uh, Mystic, which is blue, and Valor, which is red. Right. Now, each team can capture uh, a gym for their team, and they can put a Pokemon in and then train it. Okay. And another team can come in and capture that gym then as well. It basically is like just turf wars. Uh, the like the one we were just talking about, the Muscle Park gym. I swear, I earlier in like a span of ten minutes, it changed teams five times, like at least. It's insane. Seriously, it was like warfare. yeah, it's actually being battled for right now. As wow. I'm at it. There's like a little graphic on it that shows like uh, nearby combat. Yeah, just like because it's like a tower and it shows like a Pokemon on it, but there's also now like little. Uh, sp- like sprite effects, like there's uh, uh like uh, ground lightning bolts and stuff. So okay. it's actively being battled for right so now. So Tom think. won't tell me what his starter was because we're rivals. It doesn't matter because <laughs> we can't fight anyway. But uh, well, it will matter. I, I assume at some point there will be some form of PvP uh, PvP combat. Um, I think starting it out with just PVE gyms. is a pretty good idea, though. Basically, yeah. I mean. So far, everyone seems to love it, and don't get me wrong, I love it too. I think it's fun. It's uh, it's like in fact challenging. Now, now that I know, it's a great way to stay in shape. Now that I know there's not PvP, this explains what I was seeing because I have a my friend. All of my online friends formed a Pokemon Go like private Facebook group. Yeah, uh, just, and they invited me because they hate me. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but I've been watching, it, and one of them posted a video of a of a of a park they went to, and it showed like seven people all just standing around and they all used incense to try to help each other out. That's not how that works. Doesn't more incense attract people to the area? That's how no. I understood it. It attracts, incense Pokemon, attracts Pokemon to you yeah. specifically. Oh. Yeah, you specifically. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have a multi... Because we a, tried that in the park. When you put a lore module on okay, a Pokestop... And those people were just trying to be, trying to do it and not realizing it didn't do anything. Correct. But they were all still being nice to each other as opposed to if it was a PvP where violence may occur. Yeah, I'm just no. saying, the core, one of the core mechanics of Pokemon is trainer battles, so it kind of bothers me that I can't, you know, set my seven Pokemon and fight somebody. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... Even if it is their simplistic tap-to-not-die tap combat. But, also, but, uh, is it uh, only seven you're allowed to have? No, actually, I have... They don't have boxes in Poke Centers? Uh, no, you actually just hold on to all the Pokemon on your person. I have 25 right now. Uh, I have a mac- maximum of 300. Sounds like you're going to be over-encumbered. Yeah, really. Uh, but my maximum of 300 actually, is actually fine because uh, so far we only have, uh, assumedly, the original 151. That was going to be my next question. Was I was thought it was the only one, the original 150, but... Uh, 151. Right. Like, don't forget Mew. But we're not even and sure if Mew is even in this Mew yet. Mew Yeah. I'd be willing to bet that Mew is uh, like at Nintendo headquarters, so... <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, if, I, if I remember from the trailer, Mew 2 is... Uh, in, is in NYC, New- yeah. Yeah, is in, is in Times Square and requires an entire army of people to fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. see, that's what, like that. that's what I'm saying. Like, there, what is the point of that? Like... That's what I want to see. If they don't have PvP, at least allow group PvE. Well, here, here's that would be cool. Well, this that's actually how gyms work. Oh, a gym is given a specific combat rating. I'll open it up here. Um, Muster Park is listed right now as uh, four thousand three hundred seventy-three out of eight thousand. That's like the full combat rating. Mm-hmm. As people battle the gym, the first number is going to whittle down to zero. Once you get it to zero, the gym is uncontested and can be captured by another team. And is there like a button just to hit capture or something? Well, uh, when you go you to the gym, battle. you have to battle it. And then oh, okay. that goes into what I was talking about earlier. You tap on the enemy Pokemon to battle, and you swipe left or right to dodge attacks. 
Oh. And you also have a special gauge, which is your special attack. Mm-hmm. Like Thunderbolt? Yeah, like Thunderbolt. And then you um, hit X to not die. And you hit X to not die, yes. So you can go in with, uh, like, a group of people on your team, and mm-hmm. all of you, let's say there's, like, uh, five of us, and all five of us go in to battle that gym, that's going to whittle down that number a lot faster. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Even no, if I you just... lose? Even if you lose. Okay. Even if you lose. It's it's all about whittling down the number. It's like so, ba- it's like bashing your head against like a mystical castle. Okay. Well, no. Generation my, after generation. Because my, my only question is, like, is there a point for me to even attempt to battle at a gym when I know I'm just going to get my ass handed to me? Sure. And I'm going to say, if I'm at least helping a little bit. Yeah, just yeah. lower the rating a little bit, yeah. Excellent. I hope I get the update for this soon. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty okay. Because I would like to walk around town a bit more. One of uh, because we were t- we were talking in the Pokestops earlier, and a few interesting uh, landmarks. The the old man in the wall. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's on King Street. I don't know exactly where it is. Is it a bar? Is it no, no, no. A I'm actually going to bring it up right now. Is it an old man in a wall? Yeah, it's it's, it's it a actually monument. is it's a monument. It's isn't a it? monument. Yeah, yes. to all my sins. Yes. <laughs> Everything uh, comes see. back to Halo, Tom. It always Everything does. Everything does come back to Halo. It always does. Yeah, thank you for literally just saying the same words. You're fucking Guy Fieri on Triple D. We were just talking about that earlier. Yeah, exactly. Is that all he does on that show is stand there and say the same things that the people who are cooking say? So he's like the uh, he's like Scorny Weaver's character in Galaxy Quest. Yeah, exactly. Just repeating whatever the computer says. And she's got one job on this ship. It's stupid. Here it is. But it's she's going to do it. Old Man in the Wall. I don't know exactly where this is, but it's oh, a I've seen that. ceramic face of what looks to be uh, possibly like Poseidon or just an old man in general. I think it's. A, uh, I think that's in part the of brick the Freemasons? Might be. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the landmarks. There are a lot of churches that are also land. Oh, fun fact! I, I saw a post earlier today that there was a. I think it was a Pidgeot. Uh, at the gym at the White House. The White House is a gym. And the Pidgeot's name was Murica. And fun fact. So wait, I thought you said you couldn't release... You can't. You leave them at the gym. Right, right. Yeah. So they, st- when, they keep when the you take, the gym one. When you take a gym... Okay. Because it's your Pokemon. Yeah, when you take a gym, you leave a Pokemon there to defend it. So you're no longer able to use that Pokemon in the meantime? Correct. And okay. you can only get that Pokemon back once the gym's defeated, or if you actually go there, and you have to be in the vicinity again to swap it out for another one. Okay, but if it's defeated, it automatically goes back to you. you yeah, don't have no to go matter back where you it. are, it will automatically come back That's to cool. you. That's cool. I just took a gym uh, near my work today that I don't think anyone is going to... Uh, uh, for ver- For one... The Pidgeot I left there is very strong, and two, it doesn't seem to be like a heavily trafficked area. Very like strong the city for does. now, though. Until yeah. people get well, escalation, I, escalation does seem to be a problem. I've seen, I, I've only seen one so far, but it, it was a Pokemon that was over a thousand combat rating. Yeah, and what is like the average on you guys right now? Uh, I have one that's over a hundred. I've I, all of mine so far are over a hundred. That but person I have has spent under. their entire last couple of days. Just it's it's all about how you train it and like leaving at the gym will also train it more. Getting swole? Yeah, getting swole. And when you evolve it, it actually gets a big jump in CP. Get get your swole on. Yeah. I don't I don't want a lot of CP. Okay, well anyway, so CP three oh. But the fun the most oh. hilarious thing about this whole situation is my mother. Oh yeah. My mother yeah. uh messaged me, so as this ties into uh, I have plans tomorrow with my mother to go catch Pokemon. Oh, that's beautiful. My mom texted me the other day. She was like, I oh, Pokemon Go. How does it work? And I said, oh, no. <laughs> All right. I'm going to make a quick reference. Uh-huh. We talked about this earlier. Um, my love of Twitch Plays Pokemon and the Helix fossil meme. Oh, yeah. No, someone already, I already saw a, uh, a Venomoth named ATV. 
wonderful. And a pigeon named Bird Jesus. Yes. Anyway, I made a, I made a post saying that once I get Pokemon Go, that I want to get a Helix fossil. Like, that's my goal. And I forget the actual name of the Pokemon, Onyamite or something. Omanite, Om- yeah. Omanite, yeah. Um, and I, I posted that with the uh, pray, praise him meme, or he has risen meme. Yeah, he has risen. And my yeah. mom says, I, my mother messaged me and said, I don't know what this Pokemon Go thing is, but I feel like you're poking fun at me. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not what we're doing. I told her I could explain, mother. but there's, like, so many layers of of uh, of layers to this honestly, that I, I, she said she would just talk to me about it later. Honestly, uh, Twitch Plays Pokemon was one of the biggest phenomenons I think I've ever witnessed. It's still going. Like, really? They're sorry, still doing it? They've gone through multiple versions. They went through Crystal No, no, yeah, I know that. Stuff. I stopped watching after they went through Yeah, gold. I forget what they're doing uh, like gold I think they're on, like, Pokemon yeah. Stadium or something now. This is my gold eyes crystal. rolling so hard they go back in time. No, I- I'm actually honest that, that the people were even able to complete anything in that game. Memes! Blah, 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 blah. That's and, all I care about. I was just into wow, memes. Wow, that was so weird. Yeah, and I the, just hate memes. And the That's memes, not true the at memes all. that came out of it. memes. Yeah, the memes that came out I mean, it wasn't forced. It was. It came up naturally. In the same way that anything comes up naturally, I guess. Giggity, giggity, giggity. All right, anyway, we're done. This is it. So Pokemon Go is pretty fantastic. Uh, you should play it. It's free. It doesn't cost you any money. Unless uh, you want to buy So you're talking to, like, listeners or to me? Yeah, oh, Robert, you should play it. One very... That's right, motherfucker, cry. One very important thing that I want to say on the air, and it's oh super important. God, what is it? Do not use Pokemon Go while driving. I know that's common sense for us. My mom did tag me in a Facebook post that said that not to use that, but I, I oh, don't go into police stations. <laughs> uh, don't go into Area Fifty One. Also, uh, oh, someone I think it was a Japanese police station actually uh, posted a sign like people were trying to catch a sand shrew that was there, and just a sign that said "Stop trying to catch." I've a seen sand a couple. Shrew. I've seen a couple posts from police stations, and also some from stores that say "Pokemon are for paying customers only." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I, I think it was a subway that did that. I uh friend of the show eric lundquist uh told me that he was going to get a pokemon at one point on his way to work the other day but the place that the pokemon was had like hella trespassing no trespassing signs oh so he wasn't gonna do it he's gotta go right outside and use did those, he say uh, what it was lures. huh did you say what it was no it was probably nothing that great oh. all right we're wrapping up here kids um so robert social media go off the top of your head let's do it all right well you can find common geek on our website of course commongeek.tv as well as our facebook and twitter pages at common geek tv uh, you can also subscribe to our newsletter at commongeek.tv slash newsletter. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter and Facebook at RC Byler. Adam? I'm on Twitter and Facebook at Adam El Jefe. And I am on Twitter at TVOJR. Mm-hmm. Bah, bah, bah. This episode was produced by our man in the booth, Matt Lee. Woo. That was a very unenthusiastic woo. If Ric um, Flair was an owl. <laughs> edited by our friend Nathan Mace. Directed by, of course, myself here, uh, Tom Van Orden. Our affiliates today were Crunchyroll and DreamHost. Uh, any final thoughts, kids? Pokemon Go sounds cool. It's pretty good, buddy. Um, I'll play it soon, I'm sure. Yeah, and actually, what the cool thing about Pokemon Go is maybe your mom will like it, uh, so you won't have to call her. You can go visit her. <laughs>